Merry Christmas. My name is Donna Godwin, and I serve the people who are First United Methodist Church Centerpoint in the Cheha District. Our scriptures for this week are 1 Samuel 2, verses 18 through 20 and verse 26. Hannah makes a robe for Samuel and takes it to him each year. Psalm 148, all of heaven and earth praise the Lord. Colossians 3, 12 through 17, clothe yourselves with compassion, humility, gentleness, and patience. And Luke 2, 41 through 52, 12-year-old Jesus in the temple. All good things to consider as we go into a new year. Hear the words from the Gospel of Luke. Each year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to their custom. After the festival was over, they were returning home, but the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't know it. Supposing that he was among their band of travelers, they journeyed on for a full day while looking for him among their family and friends. When they didn't find Jesus, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple. He was sitting among the teachers, listening to them and putting questions to them. Everyone who heard him was amazed by his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were shocked. His mother said, "'Child, why have you treated us like this? Listen, your father and I have been worried. We've been looking for you.' Jesus replied, "'Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that it was necessary for me to be in my father's house?' But they didn't understand what he said to them. Jesus went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. His mother cherished every word in her heart. Jesus matured in wisdom and years and in favor with God and with people. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. How many occasions over the holidays did you have the opportunity to see children that you hadn't seen in a while, perhaps even before the pandemic? In such situations this week or the last couple of weeks, A number of people have commented on how much my grandchildren have grown. You have gotten so tall, and my, how you've grown, they say. I'm just looking at Facebook memories when they pop up have prompted me to comment on it was not that long ago that they were just babies with sweet little baby faces and sweet little baby voices. Children grow so fast. But Jesus has grown super fast from a baby just a few verses before this text to a 12-year-old in these verses, a 12-year-old who has apparently gone missing. A few weeks ago, during a small group discussion based on Bishop Deborah Wallace Paget's Advent study, God Broke Through at Christmas, we asked if Jesus was disrespectful of Mary when she instructed him to do something when the wine ran out at a wedding. During that discussion, it turned to, well, Jesus is fully human, and having been a teenager, he surely must have tested Mary's nerves at some point. This reading is one of those times. If you have ever lost a child for even just a moment, 
you know that feeling of panic. And how was Mary going to explain to God that she had lost his only son? Just a couple of observations about this narrative. Here is the only account of Jesus between birth and ministry in the Gospels of our canonized Bible. Luke is setting up the importance of home and temple as formative in the growth and development of Jesus. We clearly see the Jewish piety of Jesus and his family as we are reminded that Jesus was a Jew with Jewish parents, living according to Jewish law and customs, keeping the law at every point in his life with circumcision, offering and dedication, and the annual pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Luke is conveying to us that Jesus was nurtured in obedience and worship at home and in temple, faithful in observing the requirements of home, synagogue, and temple. And then let us consider this often overlooked gem in verse 46. Have you ever noticed that we are told that after three days they found him? Three days. After three days, Mary and Joseph found Jesus alive and well in a place they did not expect. Three days. Connect that to the three days from Good Friday to Easter, and we are reminded of the purpose for which this child was born. And then there's this observation. There is kind of a debate going on about the song, Mary, Did You Know?, Some are critical of Mark Lowry's lyrics. Of course she knew, they respond. An angel told her she would bear the Messiah. This was affirmed by her cousin Elizabeth, and again when the shepherds told her about the angelic proclamation. But this passage makes us question how much she knew, or at least how much she understood. But seriously, How could she truly comprehend? Our human brains can't understand all the mystery that is God. We have access to the Bible and to many commentaries, and we've heard many sermons over the years, and yet we constantly seem to forget what we've been told because we have been told to love one another, but we have trouble doing that. Our readings for today give us good material for reflection as we move to the new year and examine how well we are actually following the teachings of Jesus. The Old Testament reading from 1 Samuel is about Hannah and Samuel, and paired with our gospel, we are reminded about these mothers' responses to how God worked in their lives, how they returned to God what God gave them, even when they did not fully understand how that would play out. The psalm and the epistle remind us of the importance of praise and worship and authentic living. And this is an appropriate way to begin a new year. Really, our Christmas celebration should cause us to seriously consider the difference Christ coming to the world made in our lives on a personal and corporate level. Preparing for the new year has us reflecting and considering our personal commitment and our fellowship with one another. Sometimes, like Mary and Joseph, 
we get ahead of ourselves and think we know where and with whom Jesus should be. Our human-sized brains and worldly values and ideas get in our way of finding Jesus carrying on kingdom value business. We are called to be a community of faith, living authentic and accountable lives, caring for one another's needs, bound together by love. Our epistle says, whatever you do in speech or action, do it in the name of Jesus. If we are going to do things in the name of Jesus, if we are going to take on Christ's names, if we are going to call ourselves Christians, we should live lives that reflect his life and his love. Just like we will probably wear our team colors as they play in bowl games to identify which team holds our allegiance. We should dress ourselves in qualities that identify us as authentic followers of Christ. We are chosen. We are holy. We are loved. Christ gives us new life. So put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, tolerance, and a forgiving spirit. Today, we have the contrast of the Christmas story that we've just gone through this week. The story of the shepherds and the wise men and the angels coming to see Jesus, contrasted with Mary and Joseph accidentally leaving Jesus behind. As we prepare to turn the page to a new calendar year, let us make our way to Jesus. Let us be looking for him, moving toward him. Let us model our lives after his. Let his word live richly in us. Let us live in community, loving all of our neighbors, finding Jesus in unexpected places and seeing him in all faces. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for Jesus and his life in the things that he taught us. And we ask as we go into the coming year that we don't get ahead of ourselves and leave Jesus behind in the Christmas season, but that we take him with us and clothe ourselves in compassion and kindness and humility, gentleness, patience, tolerance, and a forgiving spirit so that others may see you through us and that we may see you in every face we meet. Amen.